Cthulhu, that was not a funny joke. That was just rude. No, no, I'm not doing this with you today, Cthulhu. You j go, go on, go back over there in the water. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. Fucking octopus, prick. Channel 2 now concludes its broadcast day. Good night. whispers fall silent in the presence of the bear. But a word of caution, traveler. Monsters lurk in the dark woods. Best to stay within the light. Ah, uh, always best to stay within the light. Welcome back to the campfire, traveler. Hey there, shepherd. Always glad to see you, sinner. Always a pleasure. Hope your day's going well. Hello there, Rebecca, Eric, PBG, the only crazy lady, Enoch, and Infinitum. I hope everyone found the campfire safely and didn't lose too much blood out there traveling back to camp. How are you doing on this fine morning, Sir Center? Pretty good. Sipping my coffee for the day. Uh, and I, my thunderclouds, nothing to get the brain sparking like a good charge of electricity provided by 1.1 gigawatts. I was, I was watching this a few minutes ago, watching, like, they, they like, they're exactly like my mother. And we like horror movies and shit, and they're watching some horror game. Like, like the, uh, try not to laugh challenge, that kind oh, of yeah. shit, but they're horror I'm watching it. The first one is like paranormal activity. Like, oh, the chair is moving. Oh, the blanket's moving. And then a guy walks in. And, like, I'm be I bet you anything is gonna jump right in front of him with a mask on. The bull of the kid, like he doesn't. <laughs> like, yeah, I've been on the internet way too long for that shit to affect me. How <laughs> has nobody done a pop-up game with like Fauci and other Democrats pop jump scaring with mask on? Like trying to mask the player, would that make a great video game, wouldn't it? Jeez, or or trying to vaccinate the player. Ah, oh. sinner, we need to learn to program games. Put your mask on. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be so creepy? Like a really dim lit 
hallway and like at the end of it you you can see like the outline figure of nancy pelosi and her hair and like you can hear old cigarette laced raspy voice with alcohol smell fucking are you wearing your mask you need your mask to come over here come here little one i'm gonna vaccinate you <laughs> no, like it'd be you running in a like a haunted house away from Joe Biden. Come here, oh my man. God! <laughs> Come on, man. man! Just let me smell your hair. Smell your hair. So out. when you finally see him, he's got like extended arms and legs, like he looks like Slender Man. But it's Joe oh, Biden. Jesus God! The things of nightmares. I'm glad that you're not in charge of the dreamscape. So, I've got a pretty funny story that we're going to talk about involving those Democrats that ran from Texas. But before we get too far into that, um, I was watching a little bit. I didn't get to watch much of it, but I watched a little bit of this new January 6th committee special committee session that they they're all basically up there patting themselves on the back like yeah we fucked the other two that should have been on this committee out <laughs> like that's basically all it's been so far <sighs> well um hey nancy pelosi wanting adam kinzinger on on that committee nancy pelosi and adam kinzinger they deserve each other they deserve each other uh but because you, you you could tell they're real charming of in, like behind the scenes. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I really wanted Jim Jordan to be on that commission because I thought Jim Jordan was asking the right questions. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like he said. Well, uh, why, why well, were you they, they, why not put Marjorie Taylor Greene and um, Lauren Boebert on that 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 we, panel? But I guess they don't want that because they know that that they they would have too much credibility. Well, you know. Uh, I really like the question that Jim Jordan asked oh, yeah. right before he was he was up for being asked about being on the panel. Um, when he said, "Why was there such a heavy lack of security at the Capitol? If you guys had enough time to plant FBI agents in the crowd, um, why did all these requests for additional backup?" get denied and i think that the reason is is because that uh because nancy pelosi would have been the person denying those requests and she doesn't want that to get all out there and jim jordan is definitely going to keep asking that question anyways i'm sure but not that many people follow just jim jordan you know what i'm saying so the odds of them well crossed it hey if i had my way i would be subpoenaing Nancy Pelosi to, to explain herself um, and, and, and don't give us this bullcrap nonsense of that, that Nancy Pelosi is off limits. You don't touch her. Nobody's off limits. That's the thing with the American. That's how the American system's supposed to work is no one's above the law. Mm -hmm. If somebody's above the law, it's automatically a two tier fucking system. And that's not mm -hmm. how we do things. Well, um, you know, and, and I think Rand Paul would say it best that um, Congress ought to be on trial. Yeah, Congress ought to be on trial. I agree with that statement. And, you know, there's something 
that I've noticed that is a reoccurring habit with these people, okay? And it is very much like when I go out and me and Sinner hunt demons out there in the woods. If Sinner's not with me there to deliver the, the kill blow, see, Dark Bear's a little bit more cruel than Sinner is. Dark Bear enjoys the, the hunt. He enjoys the kill. And so, after I fight with a demon and the lack of the presence of Sinner, I'll wound him mortally. And then I'll just lazily walk away and watch. And see, there's a thing about demons. They're deceitful. They'll start calling out into the nether, trying to trick lost souls out there in the woods. Luring them. Trying to feed off of them. And it's strange the way they're able to do it. They can completely change how things perceive them. Instead of becoming and looking like a big demon, they sound like a small, weak creature. Wounded. And in need of help. It's kind of strange the way they do it. Because we know what they're capable of. But we don't see it as them. We only see the wounded creature that they pretend to be. And then once we get too close... <laughs> it's too late. They've got that poor pitiful soul. And once they've got them... They've got them. Who, who can save them? Many times, I've watched demons come upon people wounded, and those people pick those demons up unknowns to them and nurse them back to health. And then they're shocked when that monster turns on them with those big, sharp teeth. I'm not shocked. They're a monster. That's what they do. It's kind of like that old Indian tale of the... Senator, you ever heard that old Indian tale of the snake and the child? You, have I ever told you that one? I'm sure I have the many nights that we've sat around the campfire and rambled. Have I ever told you that story, Senator? Um, you probably have, but I don't remember. My memory is terrible. So I'll share it with the campfire, and I'll give you the shortened version. So once there was a little Indian boy, and he was running around the tribe site, and his mother told him, he came, and he said, Mother, can I go play in the woods? And Mother said, You can go play in the woods, but don't go too far. And if you see a snake, no matter what the snake says, you do not pick up a snake. And the little boy said, Okay, Mother, and he ran into the woods to play. While he was in the woods, he went a little bit further than what he normally did, breaking one of Mother's rules. And he came across a snake. And the snake had been stepped on and had a little blood coming out of its back. And the snake whined to the child and said, Oh, my back hurts so poorly. If only I could get up in this tree, I would be safe from the birds. Please help me, child. And the snake said, 
please, if you just pick me up, put me up there, I'll be safe from the birds. The child said, well, I would love to help you, Snake, but my mother told me that if I pick you up, you'll bite me. The snake said, oh, what does your mother know? Have you ever seen her pick up a snake? And the child said, well, no. And then the snake said, well, what does she know? How would she know if I'm going to bite you? I can't, you know, not all snakes are alike. That made sense to the little boy. And the snake said, please, just please pick me up and put me in this branch, and I will be indebted to you for life. For the rest of your life, I will owe you a life debt. So the little boy, hearing those pleas and cries for help from a wounded creature, decided he was going to offer his hand. And he reached down, and he picked up the snake. And when he did, the snake bit him. And the kid threw it down, fell back, you know. And he said, Snake, why did you bite me? And the snake said, Your mother told you not to pick me up. I'm a snake. It's what I do. I bite things. And now you and I are going to sit here together. And the kid said, but Snake, you owe me a life debt. I tried to save you. And the snake said, yeah, and I will be indebted to you for the next 15 minutes while we both lay here and die. And the little boy died in the woods with a snake. That's an old school tale. See, no happy ending. But a valuable point indeed. Hey there. Welcome to the campfire, Victor. Glad to see you. Snakes are snakes, and you know what they do? They bite things with poisonous fangs, and they pump them. And America has now become the little boy in the woods, and we're picking up snakes like crazy. It's an all-you-can-grab-snakes fiesta right now. So, Center, I did some looking into those favorite Democrats of yours that fled from Texas. And boy, I've got a story here. So we're going to do a little recap so that we all remember these Democrats. Okay, so these are the demon rats that fled from Texas. So they could go to what I'm sure was a big blowout of a party in D.C. You know, because they took all those selfies. And we saw them here. Texas, I actually have something that might tickle your fancy before we get to the serious. You might like this. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm listening. I don't think we need to worry about Texas because mm-hmm. they can handle their own asses. Texas gunmen stoned to death after shooting into a crowd, killing one and injuring three. Stoned to death? Gunman was stoned to death by a group of people after he shot and killed a person and injured three others. Jeez. Like, so you're t- didn't even you're have to, t- to shoot him back. They stoned his ass to death. You're telling me that in Texas, a, a bad guy showed up with a gun and tried to do bad things, and the crowd turned on him with stones medieval style? Mm-hmm. Holy shit, dude. That's like almost biblical. Uh, I'm getting the paper. Give me the book. Hold on. I'm, let me dip my claw in the demon blood here. There we go. All right, I'm putting this right up next to the George Floyd moral getting struck by lightning and right below um, 
lava in California. There we go. According to the report, the incident occurred around 1 a.m. on Monday in Fort Worth where a small gathering was happening in someone's backyard. Police believe the shooter became upset with a person during the gathering and returned with a gun, shooting at least one person non-fatally. Police say that the shooter was then chased by several partygoers, which prompted the shooter to fire into the pursuing crowd. In response to being fired upon, the mob began to pelt him with landscaping bricks. <laughs> oh my god! You fucking animals! Texas! stoned by the pursuing crowd. There's motherfuckers carrying cinder blocks. This is a modern day fucking Frankenstein mob. Like, they chased him down and stoned his ass. <laughs> they said, where are you going? Rocks? How many bullets you got? There are fucking rocks everywhere, prick. We're not going to run out of rocks. We got people in the back filling up wheelbarrows. God dang. I love that shit. Like, only in Texas would you hear something. Like, Texas and Florida. Oh, good. gunmen. Stoned to death. Good. What? <laughs> Get biblical on these motherfuckers. That's what I'm talking about, man. That is some old school shit right there. Like, oh, you want to be a bad person. Watch how fast I can. I'm the I'm the all time rock rock skipping champion across the lake. I can throw this rock a hundred miles an hour. Watch this. <laughs> I throw this rock like it's a goddamn bullet. <laughs> You're gonna wish it had been a bullet. <laughs> That's brutal. That's brutal, dude. I saw that story just before the show started, and I'm like, this is too good. Like it, it's too stupid. <laughs> it got me real good because here's how it went in my mind okay I'm just going to tell you I'm going to be honest so in my mind I seen like a guy pull out a gun around a crowd and he's like bang okay and then I seen all the crowd look over at him like you motherfucker and everybody just looked down at the ground and bent down and picked up like pebbles it was like motherfucker and just started throwing pebbles like crazy but then right as that thought process hit my mind then I, you said landscaping bricks, and then I don't know why, but I seen everybody look over at like a pallet of fucking cinder blocks, like, oh, we got something for you. You know what I'm saying? And everybody went over and started throwing fucking cinder blocks at his ass. Brutal. I love it. Wow. And people, listen, people don't think that we can degenerate enough to, do, to go into civil war. Listen, someone just got stoned to death the other day, ladies and gentlemen. Stoned to death, sinner. Like biblical Stoned style. to death. Uh, he shot at them, and their first response was, Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> that, is, that right there is a crowd coming together to, to, to help each other. Right there. Let's, I got to tell Caps this story. Hey, Caps, I love this guy. Caps, listen to this story. You're going to love this. So, in Texas, there was a there was a shooter in a crowd, right? He pulled out his gun, and he said, bang, okay? And the crowd said, you motherfucker. And then they stoned him to death. They chased him down when he tried to run away because, you know, they were throwing rocks at him. And he was like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of here. And he had a gun. And then they stoned him to death, biblical style. Mm-hmm. Ah, 
Life. Look at Caps, he's dying. He's dead. See, yeah, see, he got the same enjoyment out of it I did. Like, yeah, take that, you dirty, rotten bastard. <laughs> Man, I, you know what? I'm glad you told me that story, Sinner. You just put a smile on my face for the day. So let's talk about this Texas thing. So, you know those demon rats that fled Texas a while back, so they, they could go to what I'm sure was a blowout party of in dc well after not doing their job and breaking you know numerous of their own rules that they set in place to go to this you know and including their own kofufu mandates uh when it comes to close proximity and mask on planes or buses and blah 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 thanks thanks for all those selfies there democrats so that we could show how just you know real hypocritical you are but um now Everybody brace. Now, those same Democrats that are in Washington, D.C., still avoiding doing their job in Texas, are now begging for care packages of a tweet from Dallas Democrats. Reads as so. Now, we're going to stop right there. Center? They... They, hey, I love you, Caps. I hope you're well. I'm doing quite well, sir. Thanks for asking. Uh, Senator, these Democrats that aren't doing their job and have already broken numerous laws and, like you like to said, basically went to fucking D.C. and started just spreading the kofufu around like it, like they're in high school and proms a week away and, and they've got mono. All right. These same... Sorry, son of a bitches. These same sorry son of a bitches are up there now, and they're going, We need care packages from home because we're being treated so poorly. Um, what would they want, would you think? What would be a reasonable care package in your mind um, for them to receive while they're in D.C.? What would you not be pissed off with them receiving while they're in D.C.? Or asking for? For free, mind you. The immediate answer that comes to mind is a box of dicks. Fair enough. See, my immediate Sir, answer was... Lots of fucking rainbow-colored dildos. Here you go. Choke on them, suckers. Choke on them, suckers. My, um, my immediate thought process was... I would only not be mad if they were asking for Greyhound ticket buses back to Texas so that they can go ahead and get arrested. I'd be okay with that. But I actually, believe it or not, I have the list right here of things that they want. Okay? Brace. You're about to get really heated. So, the tweet from the big fat blue bird goes on to say, our Dems in D.C. said they would appreciate care packages from home before 5 p.m. Tuesday. We're collecting Dr. Pepper, salsa, hard candy, hairspray, travel toiletries, hand sanitizer, sewing kits, and or the age-old classic, cold hard cash. Or the classic, fuck right off. <laughs> the age-old classic, cold hard cash. Now... We're having a really good time right now, right? Okay. Everybody's getting a little passionate. You guys are really going to enjoy this because like the famous Billy Mays once said, but wait, there's more. <laughs> They're already asking for care packages. It's only been what, like 
I think a week or so since they fled, right? Like, it hasn't even been that long. And apparently they're already out of money. So, while I was looking at this tweet, I, I noticed that some people responded. Um, Ted, some of the responses were fucking comedy. But I only wrote one down. And it was because it was Ted Cruz. And we all know how I feel about Ted Cruz. Um, Ted Cruz said, what? No Miller Lite? Because you remember they got caught carrying the 30-pack when they fled on the bus because they knew they were going to need it because good times are going to roll in D.C., right? So... You don't need any beer? Are you sure you didn't run out? I don't, I don't um, think one single, one single pack would last all of you. Yeah, well, oh, you're going to love this. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention while I was reading off their list of demands for their care packages... Um, they're still getting paid and they're getting paid per diem of $221 per day because the house in Texas is currently in session. And so while the house is in session, they're getting paid for that and uh, they're not there, but they're getting paid because that's how it works. Just so you know, the hotel that they're staying at, um, I, I looked it up and rooms go for about $200 a night. All right. And um, on top of it, they also have a large pool out front. Now, remember, the care package they want, Dr. Pepper, salsa, hard candy, hairspray, travel toiletries, hand sanitizer, sewing kits, and or hard cash. And I think that the reason that they want the, the hand sanitizer, the travel toiletries, and, and the sewing kits is because if they said, well, we want Dr. Pepper, salsa, hard candy, and hairspray, we're going to know that they're just going to buy the liquor themselves. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong, Senator? Let's be honest. These are, these are the high school ingredients for, for, for a good time, <laughs> minus the liquor. These dirty motherfuckers. I, I hit the roof. I need the address to send the care package to Chris. <laughs> All the, like none of the shit that they asked for either, other than like the cash is like sensible, like food or anything like that. Anything at all. Nope. You know what really got me? about them having the audacity to ask for these things is that there are stores. Okay, here, I'm going to read from an article here. Um, here we go. So it says, Twitter user Andrew Brown contributed, there are two Safeways within five minutes of their hotel and a Whole Foods that's two minutes away. They're fine. Texas Democrats are in hotels in Washington, D.C., not deployed to a forward operating base in Afghanistan. All right. Matt Wicklock, a former Senate GOP spokesman, tweeted, Important to note that these lawmakers are still getting paid $221 a day in per diem from taxpayers, had private flights and luxury hotel rooms paid for, and are just sitting in hotel conference rooms doing Zoom meetings. If you feel, if you're feeling charitable, please find a better cause. That part, 
slayed me. I had to stop taking notes for 30 minutes because every time I went back to try and take notes when he said, well, I would reread the part where he's like, if you're feeling charitable, please literally give your money to anyone else. I was like, <laughs> I, I couldn't stop laughing. And these fuckers are staying in a hotel with a big ass fucking pool asking salsa. Salsa? A care package with salsa in it for these senators? The room service apparently is far too expensive for their blood. These mother, these motherfuckers. There are people right now struggling because all this kofufu bullshit that they're putting people through and enforcing on everybody. And they have the audacity to start begging people while they're not doing their job and they're still getting paid while not doing their job for things like Dr. Pepper, salsa, hard candy, and hairspray. All the other shit, they just, this is how this conversation unfolded. They're sitting around, they're bored, they're like, man, we got all this liquor, but we don't have anything to chase it with but water, and that sucks. What do we do? Well, I got an idea. Let's let's ask for some Dr. Pepper from home. And if we can get some Dr. Pepper from home, I mean, we might as well get some party favors too, right? Like, we need some salsa and some chips and some hard candy to get the taste out of our mouth while we're drinking. Something put us put on our stomach while everything's going on, right? But if we only ask for these things, guys, they're gonna they're gonna be like, nope. We're not giving you those things because those aren't necessities, you dirty, rotten cocksuckers. So here's what we do. We're going to add in hand sanitizer so it looks like we give a shit about Kofufu, right? And then we're going to add in toiletries because you remember when we all ran out of toilet paper? That's something everybody can still connect with, right? And, uh, and um, sewing kits. Everyone needs a sewing kit when you're away from home, right? Because nobody just, you know throws clothes in the trash yeah. when they get fucked up nowadays and go buy new ones. No one does that. Let's just sneakily buy all of the rolls in like itching powder. You just made me laugh really loud outside. I hate you. I hate your fucking guts. All my neighbors just looked at me. I've realized what I'm going to send them, Darker, as soon as you give me the address. Oh, yeah? I, I'm going to I'm gonna donate a, a dollar amount to the Charmin Research Foundation so they can continue to make my ass feeling wonderful after I take a shit and send them the receipt. Yeah, yeah no shit. That's, That's no joke. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. In the name <laughs> these dirty rotten motherfuckers you have the dude this is this is the equivalence of teenagers coming up and being like the the parents being like hey where are you going this weekend and then being like i'm going over to becky's house all right where where are you and becky gonna be doing um we're just gonna stay the night and play clue oh Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to call Becky's mom to make sure you're there. Oh, Becky's mom's, um, she's real sick. She can't answer the phone. Oh. Yeah, she's out of town right now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, can, I, can I get a little bit of money so we can order pizza later? Well, yeah, sure. How much money do you need? Um, $100. What? 
you know, a responsible parent says what to that question. You know what I'm saying? Some parents are like, sure, here's $100. And if you're that parent, shame on you. Because your child is going and buying drugs and liquor with it. That's what these goddamn senators are doing. I, I drank this if I was 21 the responsible way with my buddy at another buddy's house and nobody knew. I did the responsible teenage thing and didn't open my fucking mouth and ask my parents. Well, you know, I mean, when you're stupid and you're so used to just getting your way, why wouldn't you just ask your parents for the money, right? Yeah, and at this point, so there. So I just want to do a little bit of math here. All right, I want everybody to follow along <laughs> because this is going to be a fun time. I'm not going to do the math, but I I, I want you guys to just consider how much money this is. Okay, they're receiving two hundred and twenty-one dollars per diem per day. Right? That doesn't... Ah, $221 per day, right? There's 16 of them not doing their job. Ah, oh, that, that math just added up quickly. They've been there for more than a week per day. $221 times 7 days times 16 would be the math there. So it's a, it's a good little chunk of taxpayers' money that they're getting paid to, uh, you know, live in the Vila Loca by the pool up in D.C. Just keep yeah, that in mind. Yeah, 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 motherfuckers. Work out a fucking 30-degree tangent angle then, draw it straight off the bat, and then fucking talk to me, you bunch of cunts. <laughs> talk to me in the fucking chat, you stupid cunt. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. How are you anyway, Dark Bear? You all right, mate? <laughs> oh, oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm out <clears> here <throat> in the dark woods hunting those demons what? that exist ten, within our system. Ten degrees. Ten degrees. Quite easy. Go on your scientific a... calculator. Put in ten, ten, and then press equals, you retard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gabs, you nasty bugger. I've been called that. I've been called that. You I'm only joking. I'm a retard too. I'm 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 about fifty you pence show of a pound. With the <laughs> oh, shut up! Take your mask off, will you? And then talk to me, you fucking idiot. Anyway, okay. listen. you don't call, you don't write. <laughs> okay, well, so I know, I know. But I seen your mom the other day, and she said you was good, man. <laughs> so I'm only so joking. Check this. Anyway, so check this out. So check this out. <laughs> These dirty motherfuckers. 0.17. So what? That what's that? What? 176 foul and 33 microns. Yeah. These motherfuckers uh, anyway. have a hotel that costs about $200 a night that mm. they're staying in, doing their Zoom meetings in DC, but not doing their jobs to the people they represent in Texas. They're getting paid $221 per day each. And they've already been caught taking alcohol with them, like, blatantly, because they're so fucking stupid. You know you know how humans are, especially the dumb humans. They're like, oh, look at this thing I do. Even when it's a bad thing, they do. They're like, look at this thing I do. I'm so proud of myself. I make a poop. Look. 
Look at my fantastic poop! <laughs> I, I am amazing! Now. That's what uh, Temper Bay did. Like, he took his tampon out and he, he actually was... He weren't wearing adult nappies at this point. So and, he, he got better. And yeah. so, at, so at this point, these motherfuckers have went up there blatantly taking pictures of them breaking their own rules... The, the ones that they scream about all the time about how bad the Kofufu is and it's coming for us all. And, and it's the, it's the, Oh my God, it's the fucking black plague that's upon us in a biblical proportionate kind of way. And here they are all sitting on a fucking private jet, private jet motherfucker. They're not sitting first class on American airlines with the rest of us peasants. They're on a private fucking jet they jump on it. They whip all their mask off. It's all smiles. It's all a good time. Woo! They've even got beer. You think that 30-pack made it all the way to D.C. Center? Or you think they busted that fucker open halfway there? Oh, fuck no. They probably busted open the second and said, All right, we're taking off. Uh, beer? Yes. This is This is your captain speaking. Uh, we're getting This raged. is the captain of the shit calling. We're getting... We're getting ready to depart from from Dallas mm. to oh, D.C. Oh, Please put your upright setting position for your seats, your trees in the forward upright, forward position, upright as well. position as well. Um, the stewardess will be by shortly after takeoff, and she will help you to get this bitch breaking down. So please and, fasten your seatbelts. And in the cockpit, the, in the in the <laughs> in the cockpit is going north degrees by northwest. <laughs> no. So so please lock your seatbelts in position because this plane is about to get funky, 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 funky fresh, funky. motherfucker. <laughs> and then they. And then they took off from Dallas, and they haven't been back. It seems like they're running low on party supplies, so they're reaching out to back home for I, the nerve to ask for salsa and not chips. I couldn't believe it, Caps. What's the point of even getting salsa if you're not going to have chips? Huh? You know, with salsa, the only thing I would have with salsa is literally a fucking uh, a chip. You call them chips, so I'll, I'll kind of move into your movement. So it's called a crisp to me. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway. crisp, crisp to you, pot yeah, yeah. potato chip to us. Potato, potato, <laughs> you dirty bastard. But uh, yeah, man, fucking. So we get this chip. It's a Dorito. You know Doreen's toes, also yeah. known as Dorito. Yeah, you have the <laughs> cool chili flavor. Yeah. You know, yeah. it ain't got it ain't got criminal and it ain't got athlete's foot, so it don't run away from you. You know what I mean? So then, when you dip it into the salsa, yeah, it's all right. But salsa, it's a bag of shit, man. I don't see why they even try. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Maybe it's for them Hispanic people. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, straight up, straight, straight up, up, man. Straight up, yeah. I cannot man. believe the audacity what? of what? some of these motherfuckers. <laughs> the, the, I mean, like, mean? really think about it. Think about it, Caps. Think of how much balls it must take to do some of the shit that these people do, dude. What like, what? Who, who? Come on, come on, give it to me. Perfect baby. example. Perfect example. Joe Biden, not too long ago, was fast. like, "Oh, you." I'm I'm going to give it to you fair. I'm going to give it to you fair. Joe Biden, uh -huh. not too long ago, you can look this up. He said, 
Well, a lot of people are all huffed up about the gun stuff because they say that the Second Amendment says that they, the guns are there to protect themselves from a tyrannical power grab from the government. Well, I hate to break it to those That's people. Now, but, uh, <laughs> we have No, he said, I hate to break it to these people, but we have nuclear bombs. Wow. So you're going to just wipe out the whole world before you die, you stupid cunt. <laughs> Think about that. He basi That was basically Joe Biden point blank t telling the American people, oh, you don't like me? I'll bomb yeah, the shit well, that's, you. Know what? Like, this, that's a liability, isn't it, in itself? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Somebody that's willing to their own people? Yeah. You're yeah, goddamn that's right that's a liability. A liability. What is up with everybody getting all North Korea lately with the nukes? Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like, China just the other day, Caps. Okay, so China was like, we're getting ready to liberate Taiwan. And Japan was like, oh, if you come over there to Taiwan, we're going to have to get involved. And China looked right at Japan and was like, oh, get involved and we'll just hit you in the face with 15 nukes. See, this is where the problem is. Like everyone's got nukes. It's like giving everyone a gun. It's like in the end, it's gonna have a problematic prob uh, situation. Like you know, a reaction always causes a reaction at the end of the day. And some people don't look after the guns and don't put them in proper places in order to make sure the children. Yeah, are but fucking, to know, be fair, like, the gun. To, no, but it's, America's fucked anyway. Like you know, like, generally. But like, if if you've got someone with a nuke, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, a gun. Everyone a gun. You have you have accountability for you see what I'm saying because well, I don't again, you know with me I don't you know I, yeah, I, we yeah, don't I have guns here you know what I mean I like yeah, if someone yeah, it's carrying a knife yeah and they've got an accountability for that knife and they stab me when I have a fight or they punch yeah. me and then they end up losing the fight and as they're losing because I'm punching the head off them they pull out <laughs> a knife and stab me in the side. Now, like, all right, if I had a knife, I would have just, I would don't use weapons like that anyway, but I just don't think it's fair in any way, shape, or form. You know, oh, well, see, I was getting beaten. All right, if you was getting beaten by six guys, does that give you the, like, reason to jump up, throw out your gun, and shoot all 100%. Six of them? 100%. Yeah, see, this is, this is where my, like, this is, no, I understand, no, no, now, what I'm saying is, like, that is a dangerous. It's but I'm not, okay, I'm not so playing with it because I know it. that you've lived look at with it. it all your lives, so yeah, you yeah. don't know no different. But, but, but look at me, it this way, Caps. It's scary for it me way. because let's it's, let's use a, a a same hypothetical situation. But instead of it being six guys jumping you, let's say mm -hmm. that uh, six guys they really like the way your old lady looks, and you go to work one day and they decide to kick in your fucking door. All right, mm -hmm. now if your old lady has a knife. Yeah, but she then it, this law goes out the window. Then I'll just chop them all up and put them into little. But pieces. you're at work. You're at work. Okay? Yeah, but so like, if your old lady, mm. if you, but if you still get them, the rape has already happened. But if your old lady's True. at home with a gun, and mm. six of them come inside, it's just as simple as bang, 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 yeah, 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 bang, yeah. bang, bang. Mm. I get what you're saying. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I, you I know, do understand where you're coming from. So it's 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 give and take, you know. It's all perspective yeah. of what side of the coin you're on, you know. Like, no, I do. You know what? The way you say it in that respect is more understandable, really. To be fair, so because, again, because, I, I will always listen, and then yeah, you know, and even, I, if and I, got, I, even if I've I, got an opinion, I will always backtrack and go well. And I have deep right, respect really. for you, Caps. If I think always. you're right, if I think you're right, that is true. I'm not gonna lie. And yeah, I have deep respect true. for you, Caps, because a lot of people, when their opinions differ, they won't listen to the other side. 
and they won't even consider mm. it. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, if it's legitimate, but, if it's realistic and understandable, then I suppose how can you not? You know. See, I'm the and same I just, way. I just give it a little piggy, piggy. Yeah. Then. <laughs> See, like when when I look at guns. I look at guns in, in a different aspect of most people. I look at guns in the aspect of a responsible gun owner is not going to use his weapon out of anything other than self-defense. And self-defense is, a, you know, totally different qualifications. Like, I think that a woman, if, if two guys are getting into a fist fight, I think that those two guys should be man enough to just fist fight it out. Yeah, okay. I agree. Now, if two guys are getting into a fist fight and then four guys jump in, it's time for a gun. Back the fuck up off me. Who wants to catch this lead? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, people are real, real quick. It is a deterrent. It's a deterrent. Even if you just aim it at them and go, yo, if you don't stop, I'm going to kill you. So, yeah, it's definitely a deterrent. But because we're not used to it in the UK, we... It's just not a norm. We oh, like, don't get me wrong. We've all held a gun. We're all we're all nor- you know. But you know, I smoke, I smoke weed, but it's not allowed in the UK. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel I feel what you're saying. Bro. You know, I, see, so Caps. That's like, why I, I love understand. talking to you because you have a different mm. perspective on things like guns. Because yeah. you you like you said, you know, Amazing. you guys <laughs> you guys aren't you guys aren't um, as accustomed to them being interwoven into your society. Yeah, they're not in our society. Uh, yeah. not, even the police and, haven't got um, unless they're armed response which And be- and because of that and because of that, you and I can have, you know, respectful conversations because we're grown-ups, you know what I'm saying? And mm. we can see each other's perspectives and point of views. Just like you said, you know, it's because you guys don't have guns, your trade-off is knives. Mm. That's what that's what bad the bad guys quote unquote use in order to commit. Well, not really. Bad. We we still we still use guns. It's just like you know, like the the more there's more crime with knife because it's more accessible. But yeah, like, but, uh, we do we do still like, it's just know, like something. the old school saying that me and you've talked about on your show before you know like if mm. even if we were to take away all the guns all the knives men would yeah. just go back to Cain and Abel and pick up rocks yeah we, we, we have bow and arrows mate and be checking yeah. everyone out you know like, I mean, like, like, <laughs> use your brain man fucking just pick them out hey let me uh, it seems like Crazy Kane has a something he wants to add here to the conversation real quick. Let's get his perspective on things. What do you think, Crazy Kane? First off, I didn't know no. I watched the news. <laughs> you gotta but be careful with the news. It wasn't about COVID. It wasn't about any of that. It was about the officers who were beat up and almost killed in that siege on the Capitol building. And boy, did they have a lot to say. I'm sure they had a whole bunch of Especially one who got the message on his cell phone. One got a message in a mass text. And Man, if y'all missed it, y'all better go try to find I'm gonna, it. Because... I'm going to watch it tonight. I've got the videos uh, downloading as they're playing a lot of them. Because I got to say, Dark Bear and everybody else, I said it once and I said it a thousand times. I didn't trust that Silver Spoon bastard. 
and this implicates him on treasonous charge. Who? Who's this? Who's the silver spoon person? Mr. Brandy that got voted out or cheated out of the White House. Who? Do you not yeah, know his name Donald or something? Donald Trump. Okay, so check this out. Are you ready? I'm going to blow your mind, Crazy Kane. I'm going to give you some things to go research. Blow my right. mind, man. Here I love getting my mind blown. Let me light my cigarette so that I can get ready to spit this mad, nasty shit real fast. <laughs> all right. So if you go and watch all of Donald Trump's entire speech that day, he actually repetitively says to protest peacefully or to go home. And if you do some research, you're going to find out that there were several requests put into the Capitol. The House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, who's directly in charge of such matters, for reinforcements on the Capitol of that day because they thought that there was potential that something could happen, okay? But Nancy Pelosi denied these all the way up until the day of and then continued to deny it while it was being requested live during, quote-unquote, January the 6th. All right, we're going to dig a little bit deeper. So it's come to find out that they have had, quote-unquote, knowledge that something was going to happen for quite a while before it. All right, not just quite a while, but long enough that they planted undercover FBI agents in the crowd. Now, if they had enough time to plant undercover FBI agents in the crowd and they requested back up to the Capitol and they thought that this big, huge insurrectionist thing was going to happen and it was going to be a terrible thing and there could be casualties and there could be all this terrible shit and it was supposedly a genuine riot, then why didn't they supply that capital backup? Why didn't they supply it when it was being requested live while things were happening? Why was there such a lack of response to it? Well, I think that the answer is quite simple. See, in the past, the Democratic Party has been caught placing people within crowds to agitate the crowd, make things happen, so that it makes Republican voters look very poor in the eyes of the public. And that way, people are even less likely to speak up being a Republican voter, or even less likely to speak out being a critical thinker, because they can put two and two together and see that they're being framed. And most people can't put two and two together and see that. And so they go quiet. And that allows the Democrats to do whatever the fuck they want. You'll notice immediately after January 6th, they changed how they were addressing Republicans or Trump supporters and voters. And they started saying things like terrorists, insurrectionists, things like that, enemy of the state, blah, blah, blah. They started painting it into a very bad picture. And so what I think we've seen, we've seen a much larger scale of the same old Democratic play that they've done tons of times in the past and gotten caught oh, but I never held accountable. All the Democrats for. got their hands filthy. I'm looking at some of them Republicans, too. Oh, yeah, some of them do. This but this is see, a broken record. This is, like you said, well, history is a broken record and it's repeating itself. That's right. You know, but what, I'm, look tell at Pearl but what Harbor. I'm telling you is... They had is, information then. They didn't act. History. Nine History. They had uh, information. History. They didn't act. And why? Why so did they I not act? You, why, did, why did they not act? Because they had interests that they wanted to further, and by not acting, it furthered their interest. Right. So why would they not act on January the sixth? Well, it's quite simple. They had interests that it would further. It would allow them to paint Republicans and critical thinkers as as 
conspiracy theorist. And it would also give them the ability to say now that they're terrorists and enemies of the United States of America and hold them indefinitely against their will for long periods of time without applying any kind of constitutional rights to them. Yep, uh, I agree with that. True, but it's not just Democrats. Everybody's you know what's a, to put off on know, Democrats. Those Republicans for a long, long time have been very sneaky to keep their hands clean, but they're just as dirty as the Democrats. And well, you hear me I say it all correct. the time, crazy King. Yeah, yeah, you hear me say and, it all the time. You know, and, fake and I, I want to clarify well. that because you know sometimes people think I'm taking up for Democrats because by by law I'm a Democrat. I don't like the Democrat Party. <laughs> I don't vote for their asses. I don't you, vote for the Republicans. I don't. I don't do I identity don't like politics. I don't do identity politics. You know who I vote for? I vote for the person who stands by my morals, and their actions are Amen. actually what well I agree said. with. Well Period. said, Doc Bear. Can I? Can That's I? That's what to the I've been waiting to vote for for a long, long Cer time. Certainly, researcher. It's always a pleasure to see you. Uh, crazy. Uh, I'm going to let researcher have a minute here and. Uh, how are you doing there, researcher? Hey. It's been a while since I've seen you. Yes, I know brother. you've been out there doing the truth, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. Out there seeking truth, revealing lies, as always. So I was prompted to kind of call in when I heard you talking about the, um, you know, the January sixth, and you know, the identity politics um, between the left and the right, the rhinos and the um, the um, donkeys. You know what I'm saying? So here's the situation. It has always been an illusion of choice for quite some time. So uh, Crazy Kane is right. They're, you know, both Republicans and Democrats are complicit in this control system that we're seeing today. However, many people don't really realize Trump's actual role in all of this because Trump clearly has not been on the side of the elites. As he came into, uh, into power, they mobilized literally every single asset against this against man. Against him. Every single asset. Actions speak louder asset. than words. And, and they showed us that, that he was working for our team when they started striking against him so heavily. Mm -hmm. Keep going. I mean, I, I have documents that prove that there was a effort to take this man out of office. Right now, clearly the um, the election fraud is a is a hot topic, and we see what's going on with um, Maricopa and the the audit taking place over there. Right? Well, we try to, to see what's going, see going on, but they're they're hiding mm -hmm. it as efficiently as they can. But keep going. Yeah, they're they're trying to hide it, but there are those who know, and there are those who don't know. So right now, you know. <laughs> when you're taking a look at what's happening, those who know really understand that, okay, something funny happened last November with the election, right? Because they were paying attention. They were looking at the stats. They were looking at the votes coming in. Anybody who was up that night and saw all the shenanigans November 3rd will definitely say that, okay, I mean, I have video evidence of the algorithms changing the votes on CNN where John I, King is presenting I watched the clip. Yeah. Me and Senator stayed up that whole night and watched that whole election. Sophie, keep going. So I know what you're talking yeah. about. I'm just adding in. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, man. I, so I have actual video evidence 
I mean, whether you want to call it circumstantial or not, but it's actual evidence that should be entered into the record and considered. Because here you have one man's votes going down by a certain amount and another man's votes going up by that same amount. How, how does that work? Tell me how Almost that like works. it's a counterdictive measure. But I don't understand that, Bear. When you're counting votes, how do votes go down? People how do votes go divide. down? You know what I'm saying? So I, I maybe those issue. maybe those people died. <laughs> oh, they're just gonna chalk it up to some error. Oh, go ahead, crazy. Go ahead, crazy. So you know, people brain stuff on Hollywood a lot, but if you ever saw the movie Gangs in New York, remember how everybody was talking about the cheating in t- in today's world, right? Mm-hmm. What did Tammany tell his assistant? I've never seen it. The the numbers don't matter. The counters is what matters. The ballots don't matter. Yes, Just the counters. Right. Who's the counting count, the ballots matter? Yeah, that's exactly. right. That's a, that's a very good point, Crazy Kane. So I want to just tap in on that as well. Keep right? going, researcher. So Keep going. In terms of who's counting the, the, the ballots or the votes or whatever, right now we realize that for the past, well, before 2016, for the past 16 years before that, right, you've had an, a system where the Republicans and the Democrats alternated due to their, their control of the voting system i.e. the machines that were counting the votes, right? So what happened in 2016, that was a shocker that got Donald Trump in. That's why a lot of people are confused and think he's part of the elite because they don't realize there was another operation taking place. A solo patriot went out there, knew what was happening, and basically said, listen, these guys are going to upload the algorithms to make sure that Trump loses. All, all that person did was make sure that the area, uh, which, which, which department was it? It's not Sizer. They renamed, um, they're, they're at the same, you know that company, Sizer? I know Sizer? who you're talking about. Research. I know who you're talking about. Just keep going. You're doing anyway, good. You don't need anyway, specifics. Yeah, so just good. keep rolling. Yeah. In terms, of, in terms of what happened in 2016, an anomaly happened that they did not expect because they were putting all their eggs in the Hillary Clinton basket because um, Trump got the Republican ticket, right? And they and cheated Bernie. Happened. They cheated Bernie out. Well, Bernie's another... Situation. That's a whole other thing, like, but yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. Because yeah, remember, remember going. they remember they paid Bernie off with like a hoax and, and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. why Bernie's been all silent and shit. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, that's why he's become a meme now <laughs> because of, yeah. you know anyway at that inauguration. But Bernie's that we, we could do a talk on Bernie because you know I really lost a lot of confidence in him. You know, just I, I thought he had more morals than that, but you realize but back to that, the voting. You know, yeah, so in terms of in terms of what happened with um, 2016, right? So Trump got in because of this this specific event that took place where they prevented them from uploading the algorithms to adjust to adjust for the influx of votes that were coming in for Trump that they didn't expect, right? So they could always change things at the last minute, but they couldn't do that when there's no power. So somebody launched a plan to make sure that they wouldn't have enough time to change the algorithms in 2016. Now, what happened in 2020? In 2020, they got super prepared. They deployed the machines in all of the swing states. It's like they were just like... And Kofu. And Kofu. 
right? So they made sure that, listen, that whatever happened in 2016, they're going to have contingency plans in 2020. And they made sure that they had the Dominion algorithms and the Smartmatic machines and all of that stuff. I mean, there's so much information that exposes the fraud, the actual fraud that goes on in the election. And then there's documents that actually prove, okay, like the AFL-CIO document. I haven't shown you that one, Dark Bear, but I do need to show you that, right? That document basically shows the plan that they had even before November um, 2020, before the election, the entire year of plans against Donald Trump. And when you start to read through this document and you add it to the um, this other article that was written in Time magazine by somebody named Malibal, which was also dropped in a Q drop, by the way, hint, hint. So when you put those two articles together, the AFL-CIO the AFL document that I have and the Time magazine article, it's, it's a bombshell, bro. It's like without oh, yeah. you realize that, okay, they had this plan to, to subvert all of Trump's um, uh, momentum going into the election. And they used their media assets to literally sabotage this man, character assassinate this man. I mean, people think that the president of the United States is the most powerful when his account can get pulled from Twitter. Bro, the, the, the control schemes and the, the organizational structure, people, re, people really need to realize that these leaders, most of them are well, actual. Puppets, hold on. I want, you know? I want to touch on something real quick. You know, you said they think that the president is the most powerful man when his Twitter account can get, can get yeah. whacked what? at an instant. So think about that. Okay, think about that. The likes of every man are diminished if the rights of one uh -huh. man is threatened. That kind of applies right here, doesn't it? Fox, Fox. The, and, and they didn't even choose just your average Joe Blow walking down the road to, to put this to. They chose the person that America wanted as their leader to put these screws to. Yeah, they were sending a message, Dr. Bear. They were sending a message, right? So the message was literally the president is not the most powerful person in the world, especially the president of the United States, because that's a big misconception. But to kind of wrap up, it's like, it's like this crazy game. The illusion of choice, as you described, between the Democrats and the Republicans has existed consistently, especially for the 16 years between 2000 um, to 2016, right? That's, right. That's been there. That control system has been there, especially with the, um, the algorithms and the voting machines and how they control um, your votes. Your, your votes really did not matter during this time period because they had full control. Now, why, what happened in 2016 is now allowing people to realize that, listen, put control back into the power. I mean, put people back into um, power power right put the control back into the power of the people so how do you do that first you have to highlight the problems so you have a big freaking problem with these election systems so that's why that had to be talked about right so if that's not sorted out then the next elections that america has it, it's gonna be it's gonna we'll be the same about, thing let's let's think about something real quick let me just intersect real here okay 
if you think about it, look at the things that Trump specifically exposed while he was in office. Okay, Fox. he specifically exposed that that freedom of the press, not real. Okay, yep. fake news. You are fake news. Okay, and he really drove that point home that what the news is telling you is propaganda. He's still doing it when yes. he calls Fox. He even says that Fox is propaganda. But, but they are, and we notice. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, you know, now um, let's now let's think about the other things that he exposed. He exposed like what he likes to call it as the swamp. Okay, he exposed corruption within our system. Got people to see that these congressmen and women, these senators, they're not doing what we're telling them to. They're they're putting on a fucking clown smile, and they're going in front of these cameras and telling us what we want to hear, and then doing what they want to do. All right, no, my friend. Much respect to you, but that's an insult to clowns. <laughs> they're worse than clowns. But they are. They're not even funny. Saying, they're not even funny. Know what you're saying, you know. I've, Eric has heard me state why I don't like mm-hmm. Trump. Um, you know, I w- when he got voted in, I didn't respect him. I respect the institution of the presidency, which means I respect the office he was holding. But when you had the thing in Charlotte and he crawfished in and then, you know, oh, we're all repaired. We're not going to get anybody sick. We won't have deaths. And then all of a sudden you can't find that footage. All of a sudden, oh, that's here or there. Crazy. It's like, Uh I can't respect that dude. The the thing. The death rate is not as high as what they have told you it is. It is not, the killability of it is not as high as they've told you it is. And that's the whole thing. That's what he was doing by all those people coming together was he was exposing that the Kofufu may spread quickly. That part might be true, but it is not near as lethal as what they are making it. And it took Project Veritas exposing CNN for boosting those numbers and fucking around with them, which Uh turns it from news to propaganda. It took Project Veritas Mm -hmm. exposing them to show that Kofufu wasn't as bad as what it is. Hey, Eric, you sound like you've got something on your mind, sir. Well, um, and then recently, Michael Steele um, just re- recently became a, a name because he wrote a, a new, like, damning tell-all book about the election and where Rupert Murdoch is alleged, you know, to, to have said, like, F Trump when Fox made, made the decision to call Arizona for Biden. And that could also be raising the question of whether, whether, you know, Fox News management may have potentially had what could be described as insider information. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that that ties this all goes back to look at how transparent Trump was with everything compared to look at how transparent the Biden administration is. Everybody thought that Trump was going to be doing deals that was going to be putting money in his kid's pocket. Okay, which he directly steered away from. He could have done it, clearly, because look at what Biden's doing. What was the first fucking thing Biden started doing was putting money in his son's pocket. And and he's yeah. not even willing to tell you where that money's coming from. 
But what which person is? Well, you... the filthy rich will never admit to that stuff because that well, that's... Mean they're admitting they've done something wrong. Well, see, here's the thing. See, this is where this is where it gets beautiful. Okay, people. I've heard a lot of statements that capital the new hot thing to say is capitalism has failed America. And I don't believe that at all. Okay? I think that your representatives have failed America and they have allowed monopolies to form within our systems which are in direct opposition of capitalism. And because of these monopolies now, they have used capitalism to climb the ladder of success and put themselves at the top. And once they got up there to the top, they did a real simple move. They kicked the ladder back down. Yeah, the only, the only thing about capitalism I can say here in America that shit is definitely our healthcare system. Like, it's, it's just far too expensive. But other than that, it's like everything else, like, it's, it's all supply and demand. Mm. Like, the economy... Yeah, I agree, set up. You know, if you don't have, if if you offer a product and people want it, boom, you'll stay in business. That's a capitalist society. Well, if nobody wants it, well, then you're just going to go out of business. And another thing that we have a, an, that's another thing you bring up right there, Sarah, that's a really good point, is we have a problem with not just these big monopolies and supply and demand, okay? But now we have a problem with things like like companies like Apple trying to smash out third-party repair companies by doing things like, oh, well, we can't patent the home button, but you know what we can do? We can give every home button an individual programming code that if you don't have, you can't program that button to the phone. And so that'll cut the independent repair shop out so that instead of being able to go to Joe Blow down the road and get your phone fixed for $10, you have to take it to their fucking genius bar because they they hold themselves in such high respects. You go in, you say, hey, my home button's fucked up. You open up your phone. They say, oh, well, your phone has water damage. You got to buy a whole new phone. Now, how many of us has been in that situation? The reason that happens is, is because they are they are becoming monopolies. They are smashing out the competition by simply removing it, not competing with it. They're not they're not they're not playing NASCAR. They're playing Mario Kart, motherfucker, and they are blue shelling the dog shit out of anybody who gets competitive with them. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. And that's supposed to be against the law. And that's supposed, to be, against supposed law. to be against the law. But who are we to notice? And you want to know? You want to know who? You want to know who keeps letting it happen? I'll tell you. It's real simple. The same people who are not supposed to allow it to occur. Congress. Okay. You'll remember if you're old enough that when Bill Gates very first started making Microsoft and and he's in the garage, blah, 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 whatever. He tried to patent everything in his computer. And they said, no. Then nobody else can build computers, you fucking nutcase. That's, a mono- that's the definition of a monopoly. But now they're like clapping for it. They're like, yeah, we like this because it generates a lot of money to go into our pockets so that we can go and, and have our salsa parties. That's the thing, Dark Bear. That's the thing. Common sense and all those good morals we grew up with, that's all gone. Because they are now telling us, you don't need to say yes, sir, no, ma'am, 
They're telling us, trust in the daughter. The mighty, mighty daughter. The daughter can grant you the paradise that you were trying for. But <laughs> you if know, you got health issues, oh, you're, you're fucked. You're fucked. Oh, if you got this stuff, you're fucked. Oh, you want to talk good about this that happened way wanna, back when? You're fucked. You want to know the big, like, I like I t- tell the people all the time, I don't think Trump was the, the, I don't think Trump was Jesus by any means. He's just a man. There are things that he does that I disagree with. There are things that he says mm-hmm. that I disagree with. I agree. Okay. Yep. But. Exactly. But. I do think that Trump did something that nobody else had even considered happening, which he woke up a lot of people, including a lot of the younger generations that were, you know, 20 to 18 years old and said, look at how your media lies to you. Look at how your representatives lie to you. You pay for this. Look at how much money they spend on quote unquote stupid shit. And then they funnel the money around, and somehow it ends up in their pocket at the end of the day. Fox, Fox, he showed all. And because he exposed all that, especially to what I consider the younger generation of the age group of 28, 20 and 18, the voting age, that they normally rely on to be heavily ignorant. Okay, because he exposed that with all his mean tweets and his you know, flare and shock and awe effect, okay, because it got people involved, all right. Um, I think that Trump did something very crucial to this part in our country's history where he woke the younger generations up and he said, your government doesn't work for you anymore. And if you don't do something about it right now, then by the time you stand up and get ready to go to the party, the party will already be done. They will have already came for your guns. They will already be allowed to pump in whatever vaccination, quote-unquote, they want right into your arm without your approval. They'll be able to teach your kids whatever indoctrinating, propagandized bullshit they want to teach them in high school and in middle school and in kindergarten. Don't mind you that that, that's basically a quarter of their life that they're going to be pumping what they want your kid to know into their head for eight hours a day. Well, you know, Dark Bear, you've heard me say it numerous times how I refer back to the Civil War. And that was like the precursor to the censoring ship and everything else. Mm -hmm. Because you take what people knew then, way back then, and then you come to modern day. And what's the biggest thing you hear taught by, by certain groups? Oh, that man there, if he's flying a rebel flag, he's a racist. Because that flag there represents hate, racist, slavery. But here's the problem. Is used to, when somebody would call somebody a racist, Kane, used to, okay, it mm -hmm. was a serious accusation. People got serious about that shit. You know, okay, not punishable. And it was punishable. It was also punishable for uh, slander. But now, but now. Because every, now everything's racist, okay? It's like the little boy who cries mm-hmm. wolf, okay? Oh, wolf, 
oh, that's no wolf. Oh, wolf. Oh, that's no wolf. Oh, wolf. That's no wolf. And then one day he cries wolf and it's actually a wolf and no one comes. Because guess what? Everybody's fucking tired of hearing it. Everything out of your mouth is wolf. And so that's what they're doing. They're doing it with mm-hmm. every topic of conversation, okay? They're doing it with racists. They're doing it with transgenders. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. And basically what, they're, what the end game is is they're setting up for a fight because when we hit the point where we're like, oh, no wolf, when a wolf shows up and starts biting people, it's going to have a hugely negative mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. And you remember... I think it was you, me, and someone else that was in a conversation, but I didn't get a chance to bring this up. We were talking about warfare and how if this country broke out in civil war, I think you would know the conversation I'm talking about, Dark Bear. Yeah, yeah. And I made the point to say technology is not the only means of communication. Yeah, it's not. There's other ways to communicate. Oh, yeah. There's tons of people out there that still know all kinds of stuff. And as far as warfare goes, the North, the invading North, the Yanks, they learned something from the South. Because the South was the masters of guerrilla warfare. Don't think we just because we. Well, I don't don't know about being masters of it, you know. and, And kind of beer gutted. Us natives, we really gave we those Brits a run ourselves. for their money. And let me tell you, they were fighting with guns, and we were fighting with bow and arrows, and they were afraid to cross the prairie. So guerrilla warfare was kind of our thing. Um, Just oh, real true, fast, true. Victor says, a school district near me was just found out to have given a questionnaire to fourth-grade students about sexuality and racism and were told not to mention anything about it to their parents. Now... Think about that. I heard about that, the, and I instantly got fucking angry. But they're doing it to fourth graders. And, and they're telling them... They're telling them not to, not to tell their parents about it, dude. Yeah. Think about that for a minute, Senator. They are t- openly telling children, do not go home and tell your parents about this. Do you think, Senator, in your mind, do you think... That there is anything that the school system should teach your children that your children should keep secret from you and it would be okay? Nope. You can't think of nothing. I can't either. I already hate the fucking California school system. If I find out these motherfuckers are teaching my kids shit, that my kids come home and tell me, yeah, I'm not supposed to get your help on this. Why? Because I'm not supposed to tell you. (laughs) I'm not as subtle as my old lady is. You will see an, a very angry six-foot-tall redneck storming into your front fucking door. That's right. And, and let me happen. tell you, I've heard Sinner's Roar, and he might not be, he might not look as big and hairy and nasty as me, but Sinner's Roar, it, I... Go, go ahead, Sinner. Finish your story. Where are you going? You're going to get up there, and you're going to give him a piece of your motherfucking mind, aren't you, Sinner? I, I already hate how the, this, this entire last school year has been nothing but shit. And I, that's, that was my biggest worry, honestly, while we've been out here in Cali, is I've been hearing this kind of shit the whole time we've been out here. Luckily, though, the the school system that we're, or the school that the kids go to is kind of 
California school system. It's technically military run. Yeah. So you have to like lightly be involved with the school system. The rest of it is their own shit. So hopefully they don't actually have any of this dumb crap in their curriculum. So far they don't because their teachers are awful as fuck. Think about this, man. Back when you and I went to school, okay, there was you got this sex ed talk and you got it when you got into high school and it was a video that basically parents got together and they agreed, okay, this is not too over the line to teach kids about becoming a teenager and, you know, their balls dropping or, or their tits popping out of their chest. But nowadays, nowadays, they basically want to show your child a video that's like, oh, do you want boobs? Because we can give you boobs. We have the yeah. technology. Oh, do you do you have boobs and you don't want boobs? We can fix that. No, yeah, let me can I say something really quickly? Yeah, go ahead, Gabs. Yeah, you, you, know, you know what? In, in my neck of the woods, yeah, in uh, the, the deep fucking hairy fucking, I don't know, chihuahua fucking <laughs> forest and that, yeah, you know what's happening in my neck of the woods? Like, when they do sex ed, yeah, they're, they're teaching about how not to be normal and to be, <laughs> oh, that's a wrong thing to say, isn't it? Uh, how, to, how, to, how to do other things, like there's 33 different genders. Now, in my yeah. eyes, there's two genders and 31 fucking gay things, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's a fucking issue. <laughs> but no, this is the problem. Opinions are like arseholes and everyone's got one and you can't fucking make people robotic, I'm sorry. And this is the problem with political bullshit about all this shit, you know? So I'm sorry. Look, look I'm not saying you're wrong. My cousin's like different you know but yeah. i'm not saying he's wrong i i don't give a fuck what you are well he's, here don't, here's don't, a don't, 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 it's not here's, political so here's a real easy way no, to teach i'm gonna shut the fuck up go on here's, here's a real easy way to teach it okay we know that there are people out look, there can I say that one are more thing i'm from... so sorry dark bear but look even animals yes, know that can. it's even animals know what to do to survive okay is reproduce. Okay, okay. Simple okay. as that. But anyway, so, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Oh, okay. All right. So check this out. There's a real easy way to, to handle this thought. All right. It's a really complicated thought. There are people in society who are different than most of society. Okay. It doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't mean you need to judge them or treat them differently in any way. Okay. But when it comes to education, okay, we teach that people are born with 10 fingers and 10 toes because that's the normal thing that people are born with 10 fingers and 10 toes and when we teach that we say hey if you have a friend that has webbed feet like a duck don't be a prick to him he's unique okay he can swim faster than you whatever all right but the main thing is is we push don't be a hateful prick to somebody just no, because unique you know what the unique yeah, thing is Incest, that's what that was. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> if you've got web feet, there's something wrong with you, bro. <laughs> so, your genetics ain't working. <laughs> so, so we teach that this is the 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 rule, this is the norm, this is the normal rule of things, but sometimes things are different, and you don't have to hate against those things. But this is the commonality, this is the thing that that we all most of us share, okay, and. I think that they're trying to remove the commonality. And what I mean by that is, is with this, 
identity politics with I can be an attack flying helicopter, I can be a man if I'm a woman, or I can be a woman, or if I'm a man, or I can be an an asexual, or I, I can be a, a, a fucking planetary moon, and you have to address me that way. I think it's a it's a way to break down the human psychology. Mm, I'm a tangerine, not a nectarine, hey, not a satsuma, a fucking tangerine. Just go ahead, Eric. I, I hear you trying to say sorry, something. I'm sorry. You're right. I, I forgot to mute myself, but I'm. But it might be about that time for me to go ahead and start plugging shows. Yeah, go ahead. Do your show plug, brother. Well, coming up on Podbean Live this Tuesday, um, you you we got coming up at five p.m. Eastern time today. The the Mike Tampa Bay with episode number five of Boundary. So definitely be on the lookout for him as he is joined by Dina Joe and and me and and I'm sure you, Dark Bear and and our and our good friends Crazy Kane and Jess Duck and. And others may join us. Um, be on the lookout be for there as long called- as the company's good. <laughs> yes, and I, and um, I might might Victor come back and call in again. I guess we'll find out. Um, but also be on the lookout for Cummings' culture. Should he do an impromptu show today around six thirty or seven p.m. Eastern? And be on the lookout for the slightly serious show at nine thirty p.m. Eastern time. In the final half hour of that show, I'll be emceeing. Um, the weekly trivia game and um, you know, and, and in case anybody missed it, you know, the slightly serious show had um, the gentleman from the free think Institute on last night, the audio episode is now published, but also the video episode will be going over to rumble very soon. And, and in case you missed it yesterday, day morning, um, Dina Joe got a huge surprise over the weekend. The old man and Grammy paid her and Lewis a visit. Oh Yeah. That that was really exciting. I seen that on Instagram. That was really cute. That was really oh, yes. <laughs> um, but of course, spe- speaking of the old man's podcast with Dean Joe we're, we're back with our hump day episode tomorrow morning, starting at ten a.m. Eastern. But prior to the old man, um, be on the lookout for the Ralph William podcast. He'll probably go live around seven thirty or eight a.m. Eastern time, and also be on the lookout for um, Freedom Warrior to do his podcast as well as be on the lookout for Caps to do some impromptu shows as well as Milk Dog and and the Frankie D show tomorrow afternoon start starting around three or four PM Eastern time. And and I'm sure of course Elgato and Tuttles will be there for that. Oh, and then Slacker eighty two Alpha Podcast with Maverick and Company tomorrow at seven PM Eastern time. Um, you know, and then then you've also got uh, Torch the Poet Thursday evening and then you also got hopefully Trice Talk is coming back with some some new episodes live on on the Podbean Live platform with Donald Wayne and Dennis Lee. On Friday, you've got um, The Swap Doesn't Lie. That'll go live around around 7 p.m. Eastern time. Be on the lookout for that. And then around 7.30, 8 p.m. Eastern time, Chris Unplugged will be kicking off um, the Club 19 music show, like the pre-show, you know, start around those times with the main show to follow at 9 p.m. Eastern and then Maybe a post show around twelve thirty one one a.m. Unless Laura or Pink Squirrel or Crazy Town decide to pick up the, the like the the, the post called nineteen show, and then you also got the old men's Friday night music show as well, and and then you've got the Beans and Weenie show going live tonight on Thursday at seven thirty p.m. Eastern, and then Sunday afternoon at two thirty p.m. Eastern, and then additional comedy shows like Chuck and Billy's Night in Cup of Tea and the Ron and Scott show, as well as. Um, You've got the It's Doomsday podcast 
like on the weekends and impromptu shows during the week. Um, then you've also got hopefully Tall Tales of the Rabbit Hole coming back soon with new episodes and 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 even more names like Linga Longa and um, um, Lady Me and um, the dude Sean. He, he should be on Wednesday and Sunday as well. Um, and Doc G, ho- hopefully um, we'll be seeing him around him and very, very soon we'll probably see more of John DeVito. I like old John DeVito. I didn't get to catch his show today, but when he posts, when he posts the audio, I'm going to download it and give it a check. Uh-huh. I like him. He keeps a good uplook on things. I think I don't normally have time to to, want to listen to any of these guys and their shows or pop in or anything like that because I got like, like all these oh, people that come and pop in, and it's like I can't do any of this shit. <laughs> uh, you, you're you're a busy guy, man, and I, I completely understand, Center. I'm I'm just grateful that I get you for the two hours a day that I get you for. So, <laughs> Eric, you got uh, any more shows you want to tell us about, brother? Before we go back to the well, I can't think of any right this moment. Um, but but I'm busy like multitasking, so I'm probably about to go back on mute. Right, oh and oh, I don't want to forget about um, Crazy Kane and Ziller's shows. Um, you know, catch them them at impromptu times with um, Ziller as the main host, and then be sure to check out Crazy Kane like on on the weekends. And Wicked Awesome goes on on Wednesday, I believe. I, I guess they've got a show scheduled. Um, so. Thanks, Eric, for telling us about all of our Podbean friends, man. I, I deeply appreciate it, brother. It's always good to hear your cheerful voice. I, I You just Thank always you. have a very good, positive, uplifting voice. It's, it's, it's probably much more cheerful than my own. <laughs> so. Well, Mike Tampa Bay is already pushing for like a second like Eric Appreciation Day here on Podbean, but we'll have to see uh, what things look like, but... But people know my birthday is October 8th, by the way. I'll be 37 this year. October 8th, going to be 37 this year, huh? Well, I'll have Um, to keep that in mind. I'm going to write that down in my... uh, And hopefully Lady Me shows up at the Old Man's Podcast tomorrow morning, since tomorrow is her big 50th birthday. So happy birthday to to our good friend Lady Me, if if you should see her. Yes, big happy birthday from the campfire. And Elgato's birthday, I believe, is August 8th, so definitely be on be on lookout if you see him that day. There we go. I got my note written. Well, Eric, it's always lovely to hear from you, man, and I'm I'm glad to always glad to have you up here, especially, you know, when you when you join in conversation because it's you you always bring good things to conversation when you do right i deeply appreciate you and and telling our friends about our other pod being friends and 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 Mm -hmm. you know adding to the content you know what i mean so exactly thank you eric thanks for being an awesome guy we appreciate you but but now we got the final 30 minutes of, of today's show Oh, yes, sir. We'll get back to it. I'll get back to the grindstone. Let me grab this stone up right here, and I'll start grinding my teeth a little bit sharper on the topics that we're talking about. So, Center, we're at a point now where we're seeing a line divided between the public school system and parents. And 
the line is getting pretty nasty because as we all know when it comes to people's kids people good parents don't play no games like sinner said you know if he, if his if his kid comes home and they're like daddy they taught me not to ask your help for this because uh you're not supposed to know about it his he's just gonna snag that paper out what the fuck did you let me read this shit? And you're gonna straighten that paper out and he's gonna read it and he's gonna get mad i need you to send me that dark bear because where i live the parents in the schools they have common ground i'll send it to you for example it's kind of like the old days if you yes, disrespect sir, the teacher or you start a fight, the principal's got you. Your parents probably with the principal and it's double teaming you're behind. But then when you get home, it's another double team because you got daddy and mama waiting for your high. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna I'll, send you I'm gonna send you something, yeah, please, but what were you that, saying? Man. What were you saying there, Center? Go ahead and finish that thought. The office here at the school that the kids go to, they already that secretary doesn't like seeing me enter the doors because it's never anything fun. If well, I yeah, if I actually their school, then that means they done fucked up somehow. That's right. Uh, let's see. I'm getting ready to sing Crazy Kane, a whole bunch of different videos. Uh, but yeah, well, here's the thing. Is you send your school, you, you send your kids to school with the thought process of you're sending them there to learn the basics, ABCs, one, two, threes, the things that they're going to need to use and apply in modern day society in order to get, get around and get by, right? That's the thought process. Yeah. I and teach, I want them to be taught the fundamentals. And th there are certain things that you're going to teach them. Okay, like things like um, how to be a good person, morals, values, religious beliefs. Those are things that you install in your child because that's your child. You see what I'm saying there? And now the school system wants to be involved in teaching that as well. It's just like in some states... The school system can vaccinate your child at school, and then the doctors in the school system will actively hide it from the parents. Same with the, what do they call it, um, hormonal suppressors that they can give kids. Some states, kids can get those without the approval or knowledge of their parents. Yep. So that, was, that did become a thing. Yeah, that did become a thing. In certain in, states, in, no, 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 bro. In this country, yeah, like I'm not talking for your states because you know what? You've got so many fucked up laws in so many 50 messed up states. It, it is a state, your country is a state, to be honest. But like, you know, but we are individual people, aren't we? And that's where I don't judge and you don't stereotype, stereotype people for where they come yeah. from, it's who they are. So I believe in that. We all live on planet fucking Earth at the end of the day. That's right. We're all so, humans. So, yeah, yeah. And we all got all, values and opinions. We're and all in the same. And we, we give that to our kids, <laughs> like you were just saying. And I fully agree with you. But what, what the state will do or what the government will do or whatnot, 
what will they try to do is they'll try and take your fucking human rights off you. But you, like, you as a person, you can't allow that to happen. And it's in our laws, you can't do that. You can't tell us that we have to do something. It's our choice. It's simple as that. All right, we might be not allowed to do certain things in order, because of that, but you've still got a choice. Simple. But in our country. But Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel what you're saying, but here, okay, it's kind of like this. <laughs> here, for a long, long time, a child could not be seen by a doctor unless it was a life-threatening circumstance without a parent or guardian, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the, mm-hmm. the equivalent of parent is, okay? And the, there was reasoning behind that because the parents are there to protect their children, okay, because... That's your job as a good parent, right? I think we can all agree a good parent looks out for their child. That's human instinct. You want the betterment of your child. Okay? So as a, as a human, you, if, if you're critical thinking, you look at the facts of what you've been given and what you know about the vaccine, and let's hypothetically say, like in Cap's situation, let's hypothetically say Cap's decides he doesn't want his kids to vac- vax. Because he thinks there's too high risk and not enough reward, right? Hypothetically, okay? Caps, what would you do if your kids went to school and then like four months from now, they, they came home and you were, you were mad about something you saw about the vaccine on the television and, and you said, I can't believe these goddamn people, they got vaccinated. And one of your kids said, oh, well, I got vaccinated three months ago. And, and you turned around and you're like, you know what? what? I'd go to, I'd, you know what I'd do? I'd, I'd sue them. <laughs> I'd sue them. <laughs> but like yeah, you yeah. said, Caps, when they do stuff like this, they just no, change they laws so you can't. That. They can't do that. You yeah. say they can't, but here's the thing. No, but my People... kids are compass mentis, my friend. They will not let someone jab them with a fucking needle. They would not lock I... them in a room. They're not allowed. They are not allowed. No, but do you see that. what I'm... No. Do you see... I get what you're saying, but hypothetically, yeah. I'm saying they would... My kids wouldn't. It's kind of like the so, situation with them going door to door to vaccinate people. You know, at one time when this all started here in America, I don't know about over there where you live at, Caps, because when this was happening, I followed America's shit real close. But when all this kofufu started happening, they originally said 15 days to curb the spread. Okay, that's what the that's what the mass started off as here. Okay, and and people freaked. Some people freaked the fuck out and they said, no, fuck no, we're not going to be forced to wear a mask, period, because it's our right to choose if we want to or not. And, and their counterdiction to that was, well, don't you care about human lives? You know, you're going to kill human. You're going to kill human lives if you don't wear a mask. It's only 15 days. And then the people said, no, it starts off with 15 days. And then it ends oh, with oh, people can, knocking can on I the put front in? door. Can I put in? Yeah, can I, can yeah, I say yeah, something about yeah, the, yeah, the comments? Yeah. Yeah, Rodney, I'll just give you a little insight. The TB, the tuberculosis, oh, yeah. Now, this. now, when, when, when you look at the tuberculosis, just like the MMR, the measles, mumps, and rubella, now, they are FDA approved. Do you not understand? Like, they, they've been 10 years worth of research went into them motherfuckers. Like, it was, you know, the, you remember the vaccine that come out where all the pregnant women were having it, and they all come out as flidamites, yeah? 
and then you understand that shit and they all got compensation do you remember that story if you're old enough oh, you were there, so there won't so, be any compensation no but, no, but listen no but the, this is what i'm saying because you have to sign a fucking disclaimer so yeah. this is what i'm saying it is it, now all i'm saying is and i agree with you by the way uh rodney like you know it's fucked up man and like with the tb at least with the tb it was approved this is not approved this is a year and a half in it's fucking disgusting, you know, and it's fucking not fair. And know, they're not—they're not wanting to openly tell you. No, what and the we have to. No, but if it's are. not FDA approved, at least we, can't we have the decision whether to take it or not? You would Come think. On. And you know what? You and not think. only that. Listen to this, yeah. In my country, yeah, I know it's all over the world, but in my country, two jabs. You've had two jabs, yeah, and you go back to work. I, 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 I ain't had no jabs. But anyway, yeah, I'm still working. I've worked all the way through it, mate. Commuted and everything. All the way through Bro. two years. So anyway, no, but get to the point. I'll get to the point. So two jabs and you can still get the COVID. So what? That's what I was going to say. What is the point? What the if you still have to wear fuck a fucking mask, fuck if up. you've got the vaccine, Simple. what's the Simple. point? Exactly. Now, look, What's at the, the end of the day, point? oh, we're meant to be doing this. We're, you know, why can't my mum keeps moaning at me? She's had the two jabs. Don't get me wrong. My dad has. He's, he's been severely ill. That's called social pressure. But, but the, at the end of the day, yeah, but the point is, I will tell her. I will tell her, no. I will do what I want to do. Simple. It's my decision. I'm not having But that's it. a strong mind. How few people mm. have a strong mind mm -hmm. out there? I'm, I'm not having it. Look, if it was proven, it's not proven. You can still get the fucking COVID. So fuck off. Go away. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Robert, yeah. Do you know what I mean, though? Didn't mean you, hey. Eric, but yeah, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. <laughs> Listen, you guys, you guys over sitting right here next to me, you guys might want to move to the other side of the camp. I brought a snack to eat with me. I got these nice demon bees hive. Don't let one of them sting you, because I swear to God, you'll you'll swell up, man, like that girl from Willy Wonka that turned blue, except for you turned red. Now, but oh, you understand where I'm coming from, though, and it pisses me off. I feel you one hundred percent. Nah, I'm only joking, Eric. I love you, man. Uh, yeah, but, you know, you know what? All I have to do is look everyone else. Is go to work, just deal with your shit, and and hope that everything's going to be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you know, here's here's the thing: is if it's like you said, if it's not approved, okay, if it's not FDA approved, then it should be irregardless. It should be a choice on whether or not you yeah, get optional, it. But optional, but it should all, but. Especially since it's not FDA approved and it's only emergency approved, it should be optional. And, huh? and okay, I think, me personally, that it is an insane violation of human rights to try to... Fo because, I mean, let's, let's think of all the nasty things that forcing a vaccine on somebody. What if they have religious implications? Okay. Well, now you now you're triggering that person to fight for their eternal soul. You feel what I'm saying? Like, what if what if somebody uh -huh. thinks it's the mark of the beast, and you try to force what they think is going to get them eternally damned on them? Oh, they're not going to have a good reaction to that. Nope. It's going to be a, a hyper negative reaction, actually. But Doc Bear, hey. I do have some other news for you, homie. Before I leave, what's that? Before I head out of the campfire, I can gladly say that in Louisiana, 
and I think it's Michigan, the police force, along with the Red Cross, are looking for these so-called people that are trying to vaccinate people in their homes. Yeah, they're doing it on the street in our towns. Bro, crazy town, you, crazy kind of sorry, you, you're right. They're doing it in the streets. Mm-hmm, and my cousin sent me the alert about it, and apparently... If these people come to your door, you are required by law to report them because they yep. are not yep. licensed to be doing As any they of should. that. As they should. So That's dirty you know, shit this right was there. Definitely on the topic, what we were talking about, I did want to share that, Richard, before I headed out. Mm -hmm. And y'all come see me at the asylum tomorrow night. I'll be there, crazy. <laughs> you have a wonderful day, sir. And thanks for joining us, man. But, you know, here's the thing. Is with people going from place to place trying to vaccinate folks. Okay? Like, you know, Jen, Jen Posky came out and point blank said, well, we're forming strike forces to go out door to door to vaccinate the unvaccinated. Strike forces? You think that was the best choice of fucking words? Why don't you just call them the... Just call them the Gestapo. Why, why are we just... Why don't we just skip to what you really want to say here? Right, Senator? Let's just call apples... If you ain't got the vaccine, let's just put it like that. Fuck it. Yeah. It is an absolute insanity to think, oh, well, we're going to send people out to force upon... Because there's two different kinds of forces, okay? Well, there's a couple of different kinds of force. You can force somebody through the means of, of uh, coercion. You know what I'm saying? You can manipulate them into something using various means like, you know... Uh, Honey catches more flies than vinegar, right? But um, fear will make the sheep run right over the cliff. Willingly. Hey, we love you, Caps. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for coming in and talking with us, brother. It's been good. But, but you know, Senator, go ahead, sir. You know... I think it's quite odd that these Democrats are so brazen to ask for care packages. I hope they go to prison so that we can watch them beg for care packages from behind bars when they get back to Texas. I actually totally just thought, I know there's a Valentine's service that you can send somebody a chocolate reproduction of your asshole. I hope they get box after box of those. We'll just happily eat them. That's how these people are. In every box that says, courtesy of the American people, eat my asshole. Hey there, dude, Sean. Always glad to see you. I hope you're doing well, brother. But yeah, man, you know, these people have the audacity to ask for party, party fucking supplies from the American people while they're not doing their fucking job. That's no, the part that uh, constituents is that what you call it? The people in their district constituents, <laughs> constituencies. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how they feel that their own elected officials don't give a shit. Oh, I'd be outraged because basically, by them not doing their job, they are depriving those people of having a voice within their own system. 
that's literally what it is. To me, that's an act of treason because you are literally silencing all the people you represent with what they want within Congress. If you go against, if you run on a political campaign, if you're going to do something and then you don't do that, I think that should be an act of treason because now you have went and actively went against what the people who elected you elected you to do. They didn't elect you to go in there and do whatever the fuck you felt like. They elected you to go in there and represent how they feel. You feel what I'm saying, Senator? Mm-hmm. Bringing this up just messed with my Delta 8. Huh? <laughs> no call, no show, no job. I agree, Rodney. I think no call, no show, no jobs. Pretty fair. That's how most of us get treated, right? The peasants. Like if we have jobs and and we no call, no show, well, we know don't come to work the next day. Like that's pretty commonality. And our jobs, for the most part, aren't that important. Most of us just have, like that's basic rule for McDonald's. That's like the reason I've seen a lot of people that I've ever worked with get fired is no call, no show. Yeah. Or at least that's an excuse a lot of places use. Whether it's true or not, I mean, they don't really have to prove it. It's wild, man. It's wild. You work for the the government, though. And the reason that we have the problems that we have is real simple. It's because they're not held to the same standard that we're held to. We treat our Congress and our Senate like a bunch of fucking babies. Well, you know how to straighten up a kid when they're not acting right. You discipline them. I would love it if we could just take all these Democrats that ran... And just like Ted Cruz and Jim Jordan, just bend them over their knee and just give them a good whacking. Oh, Chris Unplugged has a good question. He says, at the Dark Bear, how do we remove a politician at a local level from office during term? Now, that is an interesting question, but it has already been answered actually within this last year. You'll notice... Um, it's happening in your neck of the woods, I believe, Senator. How you know we haven't checked up on that in a while? Will you check up on that, sir, and see how that's doing? So, you remember, yeah, Senator, when um, so basically the way it works, Chris, is at a local level, the way you would call a politician is um, a, amazingly simple and complex, both at the same time. As you start a petition and you start getting signatures, okay, and depending on. Oh, okay, okay. So he already knows. He just wants me to tell the younger viewers and some of the dummies out there. Don't play. We know not. We know not everybody's a dummy, and we know not everybody's a fucking scientist. So you dummies around here, listen up. If somebody comes up and they tell you, "Hey, this politician's shitty," and we're gonna recall him, and they have a piece of paper that you need you. They say, will you sign my piece of paper to get this politician that's fucking the American people out of office? You say, I'd love to. And then you sign it. And then your signature goes on a long, long list. And once they get so many votes, to, and it varies from place to place how many votes they need to, to try to impeach somebody. 
But once you get it, it becomes a uh, a legal thing then. And you go to court and you uh, battle this person basically to prove that they're harming the American people or they're not representing their constituency in whatever way that they may be doing it. And then if the justice system is doing its job properly, they rip that politician out of office and then the people do somebody else steps in to place for them because you know there's chain of command so the next down steps into their place and then they actually can do a pop-up election real fast and put somebody new in there hey dark bear uh, i just want to bring it up before before i forget thanks for having me on also um for sure i i'm i'm a little concerned um, I was on a program the other day, and you know, when when people are presented who people have already had the vaccine, people are all about the mask and everything. When they're presented with simple information like this thing is ninety nine point eight percent survivable, here's what I hear. To my dismay, I hear, "Well, I don't know. I'd like to see some facts on that. Can you send me the link?" They're all about like quickly trying to make you provide the information that is public fucking access. Excuse me, that well, we've not, been doing this the whole time. Well, the reason and then let me add on to that real quick. Um, so with that being said, it's like a three-part question. So then like with that being said, I also am seeing an alarming amount of people who I think they believe that if we don't want to wear the mask, we don't have to wear the mask. I think they believe it's still a matter of opinion and choice. And there's also the uh, a huge amount of the counter-argument that these vaccinators and mask people are, are using um, – where they're like, you know, if you don't, uh, they're quick to be like, well, let me see your facts. Let me see your link. I'm like, let me see your facts. Let me see your link. Like, what, what is your link? Like, Channel 4 News, Channel Channel 9, CNBC. The reason they want that is because they want to try to discredit you. And so they want, um, your, they want to put you on defense against them. Go well, ahead. And then you know um, what happens after that. Then it's typically uh, conspiracy theory, blase, blue, blah, blah, day after that shit. Um, <laughs> perhaps they um, need me to be schooled. And, you know, like, you, you know how the, like, the justice system works. Um, we kind of apply that same concept here on this show and other podcast shows that, that and, and, and even JP, aka Sir Not Smoke, he got in trouble for this, like with y'all the other day, that, you know, that if you're going to come in and present a case, You've got to remember, like, the plaintiff and defendant rule. Basically, and it was like JP presented himself as the plaintiff, and then you, Dark Bear, were basically the defendant, where with the plaintiff or, or the accuser, the, the burden of proof is on the plaintiff. And, yeah. and you, as the defendant or the accused, you have a right to defend yourself. And then and the plaintiff has also got to prove their case beyond a reasonable doubt as well. So it's like that same kind of concept applies here. Like, if somebody's going to come in, you come in saying, like, you know, prove your case like, no, the burden of proof is on you. Well, you know, it's kind of like this. This is how I do it. When somebody comes at me over Kofufu and they ask me, where are your facts? Where are your, your scientific datas? Okay. I'll, I have a couple different tactics that I personally use. One of my tactics is I'll say, well, where are your facts? Where's your personal data? Because I have, I can prove without beyond a reasonable doubt that the people in charge have changed how they mm -hmm. feel about things back and forth numerous times, which shows lies. I can show that the numbers have been manipulated numerous times, which shows lies. Mm -hmm. So, you, so that 
that, like you said, Eric, it shifts the burden of proof off of me and onto them. It says, explain all these anomalies. Because, right? because if somebody's going to be coming in, you know, saying like, 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 like prove it, um, you know, that, that they're the ones that need to be, be, be coming in with, with their facts and present it to you. And, and then y'all have the opportunity to compare, compare notes because if, if they're going to come at you like that, that they've got to be able to prove their case and you've got to say, hey, the burden of proof is on you. Yeah, you know, don't be making us do do your dirty work for you. I might not be as knowledgeable on the topic at hand that gets brought up. See, that's why sinners here, because sinner in about uh -huh. two minutes can become very knowledgeable on almost any topic. <laughs> yeah, we live in the information but, age, but but y'all understand where I'm coming from too. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The burden of proof is not on. It's not on us being accused. It's on. It's on them accusing. You know, it's just like when yeah, somebody yeah. comes in and says, "Oh, you're pushing misinformation." How so? You know, you know, you know, you know present whatever information you ha have available. If you ain't got it, then then you ain't got a case. It's just like when people try to come at me in center and they talk about masks, and I bring up the pore size in in an N95 mask, and then I bring up the size of a virus, and then I bring up how mm -hmm. fast that virus is coming out of your face when you sneeze. See, these are scientific facts. How do you counterdict them? That's that's yeah. what I hit them with. Is I put them on their defensive. If they want to come at me, I'll put them on their defensive, and I'll break it down in yeah. a scientific yeah. way. Yes. And Sinner likes Sinner has kind of a uh, kind of a lewd way of describing it. He he likes to call it scientifically bitch slapping someone. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm getting about ready to, to leave again. Hey. I love you and God bless you. And um, I I love you, Eric. And but, and but I definitely need to chime in on this one though, for sure. Oh, for sure. I hey. understand completely. I understand. See you later. Later, bro. God right. bless you, Eric. Well, we got about roughly three minutes before the campfire dwindles down and Dark Baron Center have to run off into the woods. Dude, did you have any uh, any thoughts? I sure just did. Real fast? I sure did. Uh, the whole reason why I called was I'm a little bit alarmed as far as them owning both sides, both the pro and vax and counter arguments. And you'll see this as supposedly we're supposed to call if these uh, rogue group is going door to door for the vaccines. Well, they're killing two birds with stones. A, they get to give that vaccine out. B, they, get, they get to get hide just like who's. they get to hide behind the face of this rogue peoples that they may or may not have out there in the first place. But the thing that's alarming to me, who are we calling? And if this they're illegally administering vaccines on door to door, where is the put them to rest element? Not call. Who am I calling? The CDC? Am I calling the Homeowners Association? Who in the F am I calling when they're going door to door and giving a deadly vaccine underneath a false premise of a, vi of a virus that's fake in the first place? That's a citizen's arrest, right? I, f I f u c k them up if they start trying to kill my neighbors and me. Well, you right? know, this is, I don't call. This I don't is, call a one eight 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 or one eight hundred phone number, right? That's alarming to this, me. That means that this, shit is fake. That's more hey, hyperbole. And here's the thing is, and th and here's my other point is, I think some of these people actually believe it's our opportunity to just not comply with these mandates. That it, and they quickly reframe it into, well, in my opinion, and I hope you respect my opinion, like my opinion doesn't have policies that are ruining the entire world.
Hey, listen, this is what I, this is what I listen to, dude. He's he's wound up. He's feeling passionate, ladies and gentlemen. That right there, that right there is somebody who loves their country and they want they see their lady liberty in distress and they want to help her. They hear that call, and it's all right to hear that call, dude. It's all right to be passionate. We got one minute wrapping up. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate everybody who showed up. We have to hear ladies' liberties cries. And we have to answer that call because if we don't, she'll die screaming out there in the darkness as the monsters and demons rip her apart. And boy, I'll tell you what, once she's gone, it's going to be real hard to perform a resurrection spell. Look at how long it took just to get her around the first time. Think of how long it'll take if she passes to get her back. Hey, Sinner, I appreciate you taking time out of the day and talking with me, sir. You got any closing statements? We got about 20 seconds. No, just uh, what he said could actually be, if you think about it, could be a way to track people, too. If you're the one calling right. in and telling them, there's people coming to my door for vaccines. Might have just outed yourself as, well, I'm not vaccinated. That's right. Use your noggin, ladies and gentlemen. Don't tattle on yourself. Make them work for it, right? Because they make you work for it. They're not going to tattle on themselves. Campfire burns low, and we'll have a campfire later tonight. But while the campfire is dim and me and Sin are off hunting, be careful out there in those dark woods, ladies and gentlemen, because monsters lurk in the darkness. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you again. Real soon.